0: Hello and welcome to New Balls Please podcast. Good evening, afternoon, morning, depending
1: on when you're listening. For us, it's evening. It's a Saturday evening. What would you rather be doing with your Saturday evening? Nothing.
0: Nothing else
1: ever. Maybe
0: playing tennis? Yeah, maybe. Not in this this cold
1: though. No, too cold, too dark. All Mm -hmm. that, you know. We're back. It's been a while. Um, Not gonna lie. Uh, I've been away. Andy's been hard. Writing essays and all that kind of malarkey. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been it's been it's been a while, but we're back finally. We did miss the end of the Australian Open, but I was otherwise preoccupied. So mm-hmm. I got up early for it, especially early. Yeah, half past seven in mm-hmm. the morning.
0: <laughs> Do you know what time it starts? Started half eight. Half eight. <laughs> I was up an hour early. For the Australian what, Open
1: final, was that conscious? Was that was that because you thought it started half seven, or was that like you just getting up, I, getting your English breakfast in? Just
0: just worked out the time difference wrong, but I used that time to yeah to make eggs and bacon. Nice, morning. proper Brexit um, breakfast. Yeah, I love Brexit and breakfast. So there's, <laughs> just for clarification, don't love Brexit. Well, I hate yeah. it wasn't Danish bacon because that wouldn't be Brexit British only. British only, sourced, sourced, got it straight from the straight from, <laughs> from the, pig. the pig itself. Sourced <laughs> yep. it so yeah whilst i was getting up at the wrong time did you manage to catch it or not were you too busy well, i don't know anything about skiing doing the <laughs> doing the gnarly slopes what?
1: i was i was yeah i'm afraid i was actually i was very much preoccupied by the mountains by the fresh pow power. it was pretty gnarly out there it was, it's was shredding it it's pow snow yeah powder okay. <laughs> cool that was like Ski, I was doing like skiing sarcasm. sort the cool guys ah, like gnarly, okay. bro. Right. Sick backhand.
0: But same yeah. with tennis. You got similar phrases in tennis. It's like yeah, sick backhand, dude.
1: <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Does that just come from Australians or is that from like
0: everywhere? Yeah, you should. <laughs> that. It's, it's, you know you got other phrases as well. Probably like dude, that serve was so sick. <laughs> like, cool, really cool phrases. You know, pretty gnarly, hey? Exactly, gnarly <laughs> serving. Who was yeah. doing some gnarly serving was Novak
1: Djokovic. What a player. Mm-hmm. What a man. I mean, not going to lie, my prediction, nailed it. Novak Djokovic. Now, I watched, the highlights and I watched the highlights, and three sets, I was a bit disappointed. So was I. That's good, said. The Nadal only got going towards the end. You're a sport, their 1P offer. It was a waste of time.
0: Yeah. So you, listener, if you, listener, are an Amazon customer, like me and Matt, are you an Amazon customer? Uh... Father is. I what I was. I only got it for the Australian Open actually. That's how I committed I am to tennis. I've now cancelled my subscription, although I have watched about four seasons of the US Office. And that was that was worth it. But more more worth it was the tennis, of course. Exactly. The tennis was the initial reason the office, secondary reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're an Amazon customer, get on it for the next slam to do the US Open as well. But if you're watching Wimbledon exclusively on BBC, please, nothing else. Mrs. Subacker will be providing all of your Tennis needs. Don't in, Claire Balding in the summer season. I want to forget about her. I don't. I'm not a fan of. What? I'm not a fan of Claire Balding's No, I'm not. I'm, I
1: don't. What? I don't like it.
0: Why? I think that she, her tennis knowledge is poor. Not, it is,
1: but she's just a, a broadcasting legend. I
0: used to prefer the coverage of John Inverdale on today at Wimbledon. I think he is a knowledgeable man about tennis. Yeah, he's not. Where's too. he gone? Exactly. Where has he gone? Well, he
1: does this. He does he just, the Six Nations.
0: Yeah, and he does the French Open on... On ITV. Yeah. That's where he's
1: gone. He's snaked off there. Well,
0: uh, yeah. So, Claire Balding, sometimes I'm just like, stop being so happy with yourself, Claire Balding. You don't know that much about tennis, Claire <laughs> Balding.
1: It's like, I feel like
0: sometimes Sue Barker doesn't get the credit she, credit she deserves because of Claire Balding. And that's something that really annoys me.
1: One of, the, uh, one of our earliest episodes, I think I said that Claire Balding was my dream mixed doubles partner. So, you know, oh. it's... And I'm sure you said she, you wanted for a drink
0: with her as well. You know that that may have been. <laughs> times change, tastes change. Now Taste. all I want to know about is Susan Barker. Yeah. she is an amazing woman. And your mango and light GT. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's another tip. Mango and light GT, really nice.
1: Definitely have that. Yeah. So was it a good game? You watched it. Um, I was too busy shredding up that gnarly pow pow bra.
0: Yes and no. Yes in the sense that it was an incredible display of ruthlessness in a form of tennis by Novak Djokovic it was so good class but it wasn't a contest it was mm. one of the best individual performances I've seen but it wasn't a contest and I think generally you want to you want to see a contest really
1: don't you for a final absolutely you want to see a um, contest
0: your sport commentator Mats Volander legend made, yeah made a great point uh, interesting point about why because Nadal's made a few 2 weeks his game got a bit more power he's trying to shorten the points because he's get obviously getting a bit older you know, time waits for no man, especially not Rafa Nadal. Um, Does Roger, though. Yeah, and definitely not for Andy Murray, actually. Um, get on to that shortly. But he's put he's putting more miles an hour on his serve. But that's like candy to a baby for Novak Djokovic. He loves yeah. that. This is a guy who's dismantled John Isner and made him look like a dwarf. I would so, say
1: best returner in the world. 100% best returner ever. He can just, so. he just, yeah. He uses it's, like, it's much like watching me play, you know. You just don't simmer. generate, don't simmer. generate your own yeah. power. You just bounce it back, mm-hmm. and that's it. You're in the rally. Yep. and he needs to be half a swing, and you've got the you've got you the know same. it. That's the one. That's the one. You know, that's that. That's what makes him such a good player, mm-hmm. and his athleticism, and it's almost like Rafa turns up when it's in a final with Roger. <laughs> it's like if he wants a five-set, if he wants one for the for the fans, it's when Roger's there. That's what he wants, you know. It's it's like you yeah. know what? Nah, Roger's not here. We've, it's like they've got a contract signed between them. Like, Maybe you do. like, sorry, can only play five sets with at Rafa Nadal or at Roger Federer. Maybe discuss. I mean, potentially a real thing. Who knows?
0: And women's side of the draw. Oh the yeah, was Naomi Osaka absolute legend. Really that, cool person.
1: Yeah, as all you listeners now, and you know, I love Naomi Osaka. Like, mm-hmm. fair play to her. that's. I want. I want her to be my friend. That's oh, great. She'd be great just to just chill, chill out with. Just yeah. Just chill watching TV. She, mm-hmm. She's just yeah, she's just chill. But I mean like for her, that's back to back grand slams and she's what, 1920? Like she's Yeah. And she's just so chill as well. That's yeah, I mean, wow. Fair play to her. She's pretty cool.
0: Didn't see the Serena Osaka semi final
1: that could have provided a lot of fireworks. Yeah, Serena lost, didn't she? Mm-hmm. But I, I think she's heard that Carlos Ramos is doing the next round. She was like, Yeah, you know what? I'm not getting through it. I'm not I can't deal with that again. And then Mahoo. And Herbert complete, yeah, completed Lamu, their yeah. career slam. I mean, I love Nicky and I mean they're both French, so obviously I've got a lot of love for them. But it's mm-hmm. just, just time. He's, he's, he's a pretty decent singles player as well, mm-hmm. and that's why that's what I quite like about him. Like if you tried to see Jamie Murray play singles, he'd get a little chip in charge. He'd be he'd be battered. Well, like,
0: Nick has got a, a plaque outside Court 18 as well. He does. So he
1: does. I think Jamie got, Murray. I think we that. might have a photo out there. Yeah, potentially. Probs do. Mm-hmm. But no, good tournament. I, I enjoyed it actually. Eurosports coverage wasn't that bad. Not too bad at it all. It was alright, you know. It's are slowly, Amazon Prime, Eurosports, tr- slowly working their way up there. They'll never reach BBC level. Mm-hmm. No one ever will. Not unless Sue Barker decides to, to front their coverage, which she won't. Because he... oh, and Tim Hemman. Don't forget Tim oh, oh, on. Wow.
0: Because... Tim Hemman,
1: Boris, Becker. <laughs> Boris Ta- Becker. Tax evasion. Yeah. But... <laughs> shady, shady guy. <laughs> He's a bank- bankrupt bloke.
0: But Central Republic of. What was it? The. Was it? Was he it, Was, the, like was it the di-
1: DRC? He was like a
0: diplomat to either the DRC, or the Central African Republic, maybe.
1: <laughs> so. I, I can't remember where he went to. He's, but he must. He must be, like, all right now because he's. I don't know. He's just got. Well, his, he's, he's working, so yeah, he's that's like, true. He's a shady he he guy mustn't man, be man. that dodgy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he like? I don't know. I mean, I mean, all we know is that he's actually quite a good broadcaster. Yeah, oh, I'll give him that
0: so yeah maybe bankrupt allegedly
1: but he's a good broadcaster that's for sure because he, he had diplomatic community somewhere didn't he yeah from, uh... what, what, it was the Central African Republic it was Central African Republic how oh, yeah. is that Boris Becker <laughs> Boris Becker what are you doing
0: Could we'll you... give you we'll give you a fiver to come on the podcast if you want
1: <laughs> a fiver and a mango and light GT yeah
0: beggars can't be choosers No, nope. Becker so balls in your court as it were new balls please <laughs> it's up, up to you <laughs> Right, something that saddened me was Sir
1: Andrew Baron murray Well, I was, yeah, I was sad, but I was also kind of relieved that he had his surgery, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it leaves me with a little bit of hope that he's going to be at Wimbledon. Like, just a little glimmer. It does. Um, a little bit. Even if he comes in as
0: a double specialist, like... I think there's, I think there's more chance of Dan Evans being sober on a Saturday morning than, than Andy Murray turning up to to Wimbledon and being fit, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: Can I just say, Dan Evans f- got furthest out of all the British players legend, in the baby. Australian Open draw, well played. Shout out Dan Evans. Absolute I feel legend. like that, that deserves a mention. That he is... did it
0: always, probably smashing, smashing it in Melbourne as well.
1: He was probably out, yeah. what, he was playing Roger at about 6pm about their time, he was probably out till about 8am the morning before. We, Ro- Roger, Quick sleep, it... then out see Roger.
0: Roger gave him the highest praise. Oh, he did? He said it's like looking in a mirror and it was so obviously Roger's been doing a bit of (laughs) extracurricular activities if it's like looking in a mirror
1: then Roger should be careful about about what he's saying and who you're spending your time with Mm. and where you're spending Mm. it and what with (laughs) but yeah Andy Murray I mean I'm glad he's had it done I feel like it's a good it's a good step I hope it's for the better but you never know he might just be completely knackered ruined yeah knackered but I mean I think I think from like from his perspective it was more like of a a life thing for him to actually like mm. for him to actually like yeah he was saying that like he's so in pain tying his shoelaces and stuff like it's an actual like yeah I mean Matt this week I've been able to empathise slightly.
0: You have? Mm-hmm. Monday night, I was playing. Won the first set, six four, tough battle. And then lost the second set on a tie break. Seven six. Which was which was tough. And there's a twinge. Where was the twinge coming
1: from? It's coming from my hip. No. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So you are. It's it's in the name. It is, and it's in the sport, and it's a problem. So so so, what have you done? Wow. Well, specifically. Yeah. Hurt <laughs> your hip. Pulled my hip. Yeah. <laughs> so. Not the only thing you pulled. Three. Ah, some aces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn straight. So um. How how is that pain? How is that niggle treating you? Like I was there Wednesday night. Obviously you weren't there, and I was mm-hmm. I was a bit lost, you know. Yeah, you were flying the flag. I was a little bit lost, without you? I was how like, was big mess inside? How was how was the sesh? Good, yeah, it was good. We did. Uh, coach wasn't there, so it was a bit of a, a bit of match play. Mm-hmm. I had to say I was serving quite nicely. Love that backhand was not there. Backhand was gone. I I think I hit two backhands in. And they were both sliced back Oh yeah. Hands. Well,
0: we were going through the technique. We've got some revolutionary. Oh, we do.
1: Yeah, and techniques. Yeah, from Coach Phillips. So here. this is
0: really difficult to kind of convey. Oh my racket's not lying around. Really difficult to convey in a podcast voice form. But <laughs> basically, a quick kind of ten-second tip. When you when you're taking your racket back, when you're fully cocked in a well, it's not a Western one. It it's not Western. It's backhand grip. Yeah. So you're fully cocked, and instead of putting the racket out to the side, like even to you. Take it back a bit. A little bit, crazy. More back, little
1: bit more backswing. Get
0: it to touch the sky. Get your racket to touch the sky. And then swing through from there. It'll feel a lot smoother and it'll be a lot more fluid. So there's the
1: there's the coach's tip.
0: And I'm going to be trying that
1: on Wednesday because mm-hmm. my backhand was dire. <laughs> were
0: there any were there any you cannot be serious moments? Any gripes? Any problems on the court or not? There were.
1: There were? Uh, yeah. There were? There, 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 oh, there was a you big... You cannot be serious. There was a big uh, moment for me, and it kind of really annoyed me because you know when you pl- you actually think you're playing quite well, and I was serving nicely, and I was like, you know what, it's going, I'm going quite well today, and I polished off an ace. I think it was like I think I was fifteen thirty down, so I put an ace That's out wide. That's a perfect
0: time for an ace, then, isn't
1: it? Put an ace out wide. Ease the pressure. Bang on the line, guy. My doubles partner was like, God, oh, nice serve, mate. Then uh, the unnamed Scandinavian gentleman. Suddenly he put his hand up and went, ALT! God. And I was like, sorry, what? He was like, ALT! Even his doubles partner, even his partner looked across it. Like, come on, mate. Embarrassing. And he was like, no, it was ALT! Ended up taking a second serve and winning the point anyway. But it's besides the point, That's you know? That's the point. Yeah, the, the point is yours. Literally. It, literally. And but meta- well, yeah. metaphorically,
0: you want to make an even firmer point. You want
1: to be saying... That's not how tennis goes, mate. That's not in the etiquette. Well, next game, funny you should say that. Next game, he hit down an ace. Not to me, to my partner. He called it out. My partner did. I called it out. And um, and then his partner didn't call it out. And we're like, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. There's chalk on the ball. We're like... God we're playing on an Astrid turf, mate. And it's no yeah. okay. shortcut <laughs> Unless
0: you bought it from home. And
1: then, it's and then Nate's even, trip. even his partner just looked at him like, mate, come on, that was out. And he's like, no, I refuse. It was in. Uh, eventually, he, we were like, look, mate, we live in a, de- a democratic society. Damn and straight. just basically, come on, it was out. Brexit means Brexit. Brexit means Brexit. And yeah, and Brexit was soon a forgotten so thought.
0: While, while you were doing that, were well, you were having a great time, yeah. a, you know, difficult time on the court as well. I was having a bath, I was bathing to try, to try and alleviate some pain. Radox? And you know, of course, yeah, classic. Which one? Bluey. Ooh, isn't Sh- that, is that stress relief blue? Stress relief blue. You know your Radox, my <laughs> friend. I, I am a Radox fan. That's good. I also
1: love. Bath bombs. Damn, I love a bath bomb. Andy, yeah. Andy and I actually made a trip to the Trafford Center once and went to Lush. Two men walked in, bought ourselves some bath bombs. Yep. I have no shame. I'm proud of it, I'll do it again. <laughs> i will do it in a heartbeat i do it right now if i wasn't doing this if flush was so, closed
0: yeah. so i was having my stress relief kind of thing and obviously you know i love bath bombs yeah and you the bath bombs who doesn't love bath who, bombs if you don't like a bath bomb right into the podcast well let us yeah, know. it's the wrong podcast if you don't like bath bombs not that it, well it's inclusive but we are inclusive you know. we're, a, we're a safe so place where yeah. i love this i love the smell of bath bombs and then another thing because this must have like came out from that I couldn't play tennis that night so tennis was just on the brain and it was all I could think about she yeah. couldn't get tennis off my mind she's a cruel mistress it's a classic so,
1: it's a classic he really it's yeah.
0: classic so I just oh, she was all I could think about this tennis and I thought when I was in the bath I love the mm-hmm. smell of new tennis balls who doesn't you're popping open a can with the boys oh. a can of new tennis balls they're fresh <laughs> So, oh, is, 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 it, is it not the best? It oh, smells great, but wouldn't you love that sensation in a bath?
1: That so smell. What, so, so you're suggesting a tennis bath bomb? That's exactly what I'm suggesting. Yeah, and are we saying in like uh, in a tennis ball form, tennis, tennis, tennis ball, ball shape? shape? Yep.
0: Um. So the smell of fresh balls, fresh balls in the bath.
1: I love fresh balls. I love their mm-hmm. scent.
0: Exactly, and then if you can get them in the bath as well, then that's an even best time to check them, actually. But
1: even if it's even even if it's just one ball in the can, yeah. you have still checked it. Yep. so just... and it still smells good. It's still fresh. Mm-hmm. It's still fresh. So yeah, it's just, if
0: I'd stop joking around for a goddamn sec, that is a genuinely good way to check your check your
1: fellas. Actually. That is actually a really good. That way is to check... the
0: NHS recommended way to, to check them. <laughs> well, Michael so... B
1: play with a bath bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The you know the other two bits are optional but I mean is it optional type like, I mean it's kind of a must to relax you yes obligatory perhaps I guess so I give us oh that was disappointing always is my friend always is sorry viewers we were listeners we were actually viewing a video of someone opening a can of new tennis balls but it was it's just something I like to do yeah don't judge me oh there it is. Get, a bit of that. Get that in your ears. Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> nice one. Well, you know what? Also, has a great tennis smell. You can make a range of these bath bombs, yeah, right? I've been, yeah, uh, freshly mown grass. Freshly that's mown the, grass. You could do a, You could do like a whole set. So you can have freshly mown grass,
0: like a um, you... racket. Where's my where's my racket? Was, freshly I was strung racket. Yes. Oh. just like the painty smell when it's just come off, just just come off the stringing machine. That is incredible.
1: Or oh, the chlorine from the, from the locker room. So I love the smell of chlorine. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, I, I just walked past that Manchester Aquatic Centre in the morning
0: just to check. Just to, just to check. I'm not checking it. Just to smell the chlorine.
1: Sometimes when I'm at the, uh, when I'm at the gym, because you can smell the pool from just outside the gym, I'll just stand out there for a little bit and mm-hmm. just smell the chlorine. What would you rather smell? Balls or chlorine? <laughs> Tennis balls. Uh, I think I think a fresh can of balls. Fair enough. Fresh, hey. clean balls. Slazenger balls. I quite Slazenger, but I'm also quite partial to a bit of head
0: mm, balls. He- yeah, radical, a
1: head, a head radical.
0: Mm. Very radical thought.
1: They are they are good balls. But If we can get if we
0: can get a head on board, or we get Slazenger on board, then the bath bombs are good to go. I think. Or we
1: just pitch our ideas to Dragons Den and try and get one of those in with us. I think that. That I is just gonna I happen. don't I don't know if I don't actually know if I have the know-how to make a bath bomb but I
0: don't but if any of the listeners do I mean me and Matt don't have any knowledge of how to do this or but any, we have yeah. ideas and I think that is half the battle and so we just need someone to visualize and make these ideas a reality so and if, if
1: you, you if you steal our de- ideas we will sue you for intellectual uh, th- or intellectual theft really yeah. isn't it and yeah. you
0: would also have to live with yourself live with the knowledge of what you'd done so and, that's probably worse.
1: And I also think, well, my my mum's a lawyer, so we would sue you quite bad. Mm-hmm. We my, would
0: my yeah. mother is not a lawyer, but she is a fierce woman and she's not to be trifled with. So that <laughs> that is what you should take away from that. So but if you do have any ideas for not flavours, for smells, for smells of bath bombs or ideas or anything. I'm very keen to hear them, not to steal them, but to collaborate. <laughs> to collaborate.
1: Do you reckon that's you could it, do, like, a, like at the a four Grand Slams, you do Wimbledon, which is freshly mown grass. Mm-hmm. Roland Garros, you have the smell of, like, clay. Does that smell nice? Yep, lovely clay. <laughs> yeah. Raffinadal Nadal will be all over that one. he be like, oh, give me the clay, give me the clay. Oh, yes, rub it on me. <laughs> so that's a quality Rafael Nadal impression. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. And then, like, Australian Open, I guess you get, like, Essence of Kangaroo or something, mm-hmm. like, or... Oh. US just hot dogs. US just hot dogs and BO from the from the court. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's great. That's great. Uh that's great kind of entrepreneurship from us. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a market there. There is. There's... Anyone who'd want to buy one, let us know because we actually, you know, could develop it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, actually last point on bath bombs? Okay. We could actually make like you know you get the muscle soak radox. Mhm. You can make a tennis ball like muscle soak with all the nutrients in it. Mhm that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: you can get like tennis tennis names, God, we'll, we'll be all day on this. We'll get this on. Basically, get this on the smell
1: ground. balls. Mm-hmm. Go around Real.
0: smelling balls and then see what see what happens. Yeah. That's good life advice if, good. if nothing else. Somebody <laughs> somebody who lo- I'm not going to say that link. I was <laughs> um somebody who loves playing and winning at tennis is Joe Conter. She loves playing. <laughs> yeah, she was playing and winning at tennis. I was going <laughs> to I was going to allude to some that's not fair. Were you going to say that Joe it's Conta loves balls? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, um, there's, no, there's no factual grounding to that allegation, so I would like to retract it. Um, we're just coming, coming in hot off the press with news that Great Britain go marching on in the Fed Cup, which is incredible news. And I think this, is, this could be, I think, a golden generation of, of British female, female
1: tennis players. I agree. We got Katie Bolter, Katie Swan, Big Heather show. Watson's dying a bit of a death. Joe mm-hmm. Conter. Naomi Brody is she still around mm-hmm. or she's just a bit? Laura Robson's yeah. doing the interviews. And yeah, I know. <laughs> so she's still about. <laughs> <laughs> she's still there. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a, and isn't, and Kiyotova the captain, I think, oh, as well. So like, she's replaced Judy Murray, so, R.I.P. But, yeah. Um, so, but
0: it's a young, vibrant team.
1: I'm pretty impressed. They got through to the playoffs future. like that. Mm-hmm. From like the past few years, they've been, dire. To say the least, yeah. and now look at them. Well, it's they're... like
0: switching roles. Now the men are a bit on a downward well, yeah. curve without 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 Muzer. But so that kind of raises a question. Fed Cup, there's a big thing behind it. It's at Bath Uni, and there's loads of kind of support for it, and everyone's getting behind them. They're winning, so that's half the battle. And the Davis Cup kind of went by with a whimper, with nothing. Yeah, well... there was barely any top players playing. Why? Why is that, Matt? And what? What can you do to sort sort the damn thing out?
1: Well, we've seen that like um, Germany qualified this year. There's a lot of teams that qualified, and obviously we got a wild card along with Argentina. I think like because of don't even know why what outstanding contribution. I don't really know. Like it's, I think it's a wild it might card. because we
0: have won it in like the last few years. Maybe I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah, I kind of think I, I, it's it's a shame that it's kind of dying a slow, painful death. The Davis mm-hmm. Cup because. It's a really good tournament. Like You saw the year when we beat Belgium in the final. It's actually a really good tournament. When, like, It's the tournament where I think big, the biggest upsets can happen. Like, it's like, like saw the ju- FA Cup of tennis. It, it's the FA Cup of tennis. I reckon to keep it competitive, to keep it like, like an important event, I think you should have kind of an obligation for one of the, your top two ranked players in your country to have to play. Mm-hmm. Or you can have like one or two ties where you can veto. So like Switzerland, they even play Stan or Roger Federer, yeah. do they? So it's a bit like
0: a bit of a waste of time. Yeah. But like to go to carry on with football analogies for like Roger and Stan. Roger's thirty-seven, thirty-eight now. He's gonna have wanted to go into an international retirement. He can't keep putting his body through. True. Through this, you know, it's like Paul Scholes retired from international football when he was like thirty, and, and then... carried on till he was about thirty-eight. So yeah. It's t- so it's tough to incentivize these guys to these top guys like Rafa barely plays because he needs to make sure his body's all good, and you know it's tough to incentivize these guys to play. The only thing that I can think that would kind of give them the incentive that what those guys love is if they could get on with the ATP and give them ranking points. So yeah. So give give a team. So you know, say for argument's sake, Austria, win it. They divvy divvy up the points between the four guys for 2000 points so what it would be for a grand slam so yeah they all, like they all get
1: like 500 each and then it that's...
0: actually incentivized players to play
1: that's actually a really good idea because i guess that means that yeah you'll you'll have you'll have yeah you'll, you'll actually have the big guns playing but also it's kind of like i said before it's the area where you see the most upsets, like,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: like like uh, james ward beating john isner love in that. america love that like that's and now he's barely getting into the main draw,
0: like Loughborough challenges. That's what I mean. I it, it's
1: it's like it's like that's the that's the magic of it. It's like the magic of the FA Cup. It's like Newport into the next round of the FA Cup. It's like come on, wow! It's a pretty big event, and I'm pretty sure like Dan Evans came close to beating David Goffin in the in one of the final ties. Like it's it's a really cool event. Like I mm-hmm. I really hope that it kind of carries on and they somehow revolutionise it a little bit.
0: Hopefully, because
1: they need it. It's a big they event. They do. It's a big event. It's the World Cup. It's the FA Cup. It's the mm-hmm. It's the one that we it's the one that we enjoy as spectators. Too right. And yeah, well, I think i think it's unfortunately dying a slow, painful death. But so
0: what isn't dying a slow, painful death? This podcast that? for one, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, but fingers crossed. It is what's the opposite of a slow and painful death? A, a fast
1: gr comeuppance. No, growing up uh, We are a fast, up and coming,
0: growing not dead podcast.
1: <laughs> alive we are podcast. very
0: much alive. We are vibrant and alive. And so is the BBC One Tea Time Show starring Richard Osman, should be sir, but it's not, Richard Osman and Alexander Armstrong. And we are going to play our own little variation of Tennis Pointless. <laughs> Tennis. Bang. Tennis and pointless. Forehand. Backhand. Slice.
1: Drop shot. Ace. Yeah. Pointless. <laughs> <laughs> as pointless as that theme tune was to be played there out of my laptop mm-hmm. in a non-studio environment. But That's you know,
0: similar similar to how Alexander Armstrong and Richard Osman do it. So hey, there you, you go. Are. So welcome to this very special. Very new, very one-off edition of Tennis Pointless. So we've got uh, four teams. But we're only going to focus on really two guys on this one. Two, two strapping lads. Hey, hey, hey. So, um, I'm Alexander Armstrong, and I'm going to first of all introduce you to our first Pointless contestant, trying to win that elusive jackpot. And uh, he's Matt. So, first of all, hi Matt. Hi Alexander. How are you? Cool. Oh well well thank you very well oh, very well Richard and I were just ooh, talking about tennis and how much we how much we love it i think i need to find a better doubles partner though matt so if
1: you're, <laughs> oh well <wow. laughs> so yeah. you are ever free <laughs> well you're welcome ooh. along at any point Rick, yeah. uh, alexander yeah. Anytime you want to come along come down it's a wednesday night when wednesday oh. in nutsford
0: um oh I, th- oh I think i'll
1: think i'll be busy every every wednesday but... well how about if i win this jackpot Oof. You can cut. You can come along. Well, let's hope so, Matt. Okay, so
0: today it's all about tennis. We're throwing every other category out the window, and it's all about the ball and racket. And that's just the way we like it. Oh, damn, straight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you agree, Richard? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he's nodding. He doesn't like to talk. He's very shy. So you must know quite a lot about your grandsons, Matt, being a keen tennis fan.
1: I well, measure. I like to think I do, you know, okay. yeah, I like my tennis. Well, so, mm. do
0: pointless, so do pointless viewers, we know that for sure. <laughs> so we gave pointless viewers um, 100 seconds to name as many Grand Slam winners in the open era. And of course, as always, we're looking for the answer that will get the least amount of votes. So
1: you've okay. got three options... What so is gonna do? Go so I've got three pointless answers. Mm. Ew, that'll be the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um Right, brain on. I'm Ooh. gonna go for I'm um, first of all, I'm gonna go for Jim Courier. Jim Courier. He's a well known commentator, Ooh, yes. but I don't know if many people Ooh. I don't know if many people will have picked up on him. Mm. Uh, second, I wanna go for Robin Sodling. Okie doke of course. I know we got quite far. Far I'm tr- enough. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of an obscure one. To be honest, I guess Fred Perry doesn't really count. Is that Grant? Mm. Well, oh I, I, I well. Oh, I not I couldn't okay, say. Well, okay. I'll stay out of that. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go for. Ooh, last one. Who am I gonna go for?
0: Andy Roddick. Andy. Oh, Andy Roddick. I remember him in his in his backwards
1: cap. It was. Oh, he was. Really, quite the player. Okay, Still is. so let's. Hey. He picked his wife out of Sports Illustrated magazine. <laughs> he pointed at her, told his agent, that "I want her," and then he made him his wife. Did you know that? That's a true. That is a true story, oh, Alex.
0: <laughs> sounds like sounds very much like our own Richard Osman
1: with, <laughs> with all the japes like that.
0: <laughs> Richard, Richard. Oh, I wish. <laughs> okay, so first up, we've got Jim Currier. Richard, so are you feeling confident for this one? Yes, obviously his work as a courier put him in good stead for this. He, now, he now works for Hermes. <laughs> Not to re- be confused with. Oh, no. <laughs> Richard knows of that all too well. Okay, so Jim Courier, first of all, 100 people, 100 seconds. Let's see how far down the column we can get with Jim Courier. <laughs> Bing! Ooh, what a close answer. Very close indeed. Only four people. Oh. Knowing that Jim Curry obviously, uh, at home on the clay, which was rare. For a, yeah, for an American. Rare for an American. Yeah, that's... They normally uh... find themselves um, comfortable on the hard. When they are on the hard court. When they are on the hard courts. They, the hard courts. <laughs> they, they love are, a hard. Yep. Yeah. So, next up we've got Robin Sodling. A uh, little bit of Swede. So let's... See how far down he can get. Let's go. Oh, another another close one. But that's ended up to be incorrect, Richard. Why is that? Well, Robin Söderling went very far in the French Open, beating a former champion, Rafa Nadal. But never actually won it himself. He got to the final, but never managed to claim the throne. Very close and a very... A bold answer. We like that strategy I, I on point.
1: I remember he got fine. He looked a bit like Valiant, the bird. Have you ever seen the film Valiant? Yeah. He looks a bit like a bird.
0: Later got struck down by glandular fever. Ah. Never played again. Ooh. Which wasn't... You know, oh, that's uh... Rotten luck.
1: Rotten luck indeed. That's what they say. So finally,
0: uh, it's
1: Andy Roddick. Andy Roddick. Are you confident? confident well, I sports? know you won the US Open. Okay, so we know this one's right. I know That's it's right. That's a good right, start. But it's cool. just how many people have okay. said it. You're going down. I think a lot of people have him as a kind of a nearly man, but I don't know. Much like Tim Henman. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Osman. Or oh, when he's playing me anyway. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know that because I've not seen you play Alexander. Come on a Wednesday. Good? I'm good, mate, so don't... <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's let's see how far down Andy Roddick can go. <laughs> <marvelous plastic consoles>
0: Oh, so close to the pointless jackpot! Only three of our oh. said that said that answer. There must be American. Must, must be, be Americans. Yeah. Or no interested in our jobs. Or fans of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. So, so who who were the pointless answers? So our pointless answers were we had four. Okay, we had Gaston Gaudio, French Open winner. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Thomas Johansson. Okay, Australian Open winner, Swedish. So he was the Swede to, to win the tournament, Albert Costa from Spain, and Evgeny Kofelnikov, a Russian. Oh. So KGB officer, perhaps, <laughs> or maybe probably can't or, say that. Perhaps merely a racist. <laughs> Who knows? But that would be unfair of the BBC to speculate on such things. So we won't. Brilliant. <laughs> excellent, excellent news. But you do go home, Matt, with our pointless trophies. So I'm sure
1: that's something you're. That's. That's all I came here for, and your and your friendship, Alexander. Oh, well,
0: (laughs) at least you've got one of one of those things, and it's it's your friendship, yeah. The pointless trophy. You'll be going home with a pointless trophy. It's been a pleasure to have you on, Matt. Thank you very much. A big hand for Matt. (laughs) Woo! What a player! What a great guy! And now,
1: and now, uh, our next contestant uh, comes in the form of a gentleman uh, in tracksuit bottoms with his glasses on. His name? uh, Well, I'll let him tell you his name. Hi Alexander, um, my name's Andy, and yeah, I'm, I'm wearing tracksuit bottoms, That's true. So Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, I, d- these aren't my words, these are the words of others who've seen me play, I, I've been described as a local legend, a top player under the tutelage of Nuts for Tennis coach Mark Airy, so that's just, the, some of the words have been described, incredible forehand I think I've heard before, and just basically things along that theme, so yeah. It's good to be
1: here. Well, uh, thanks for coming, Andy. And uh, it's nice to hear that you've got a a large, uh, a large ego because it might be knocked down when these answers, Ooh. you know, like like the like the fall of the numbers. <laughs> yeah, the fall of the ego, the fall of Rome, <laughs> the fall of Rome. Cometh the hour, cometh the man, though, Andy. I hope to be that man. So, Andy, uh, well, let me ask Richard what we've got for you today. Yes, so uh, today, Alexander, we're asking Andy for a uh, to name. A pointless member, he has three chances of the number one ranked men's doubles player. Doubles, okay. So that's from the start of the ATP rankings in 1976. Any player who's spent about a week or more at world number a one. A week or more, okay. So Andy, here's your time. Three, two, one, off you go. Wow, okay. I'm just confirming with myself right now having to think. Whew. For listeners... Uh, Enjoyment, when Andy's scratching head, head in hand. <sighs> wow. Okay. Brain is worrying. We ready? I
0: think I've got it, yeah.
1: Okay. So, Andy, give us your three men's doubles <clears throat> players. So, my first
0: one will be quite retro. Yeah. I think, I think he might have played a bit of doubles, but I could be wrong. It is John McEnroe. I'm going to go with Johnny Mac.
1: Right. And you but... think he was a world number one? <laughs> right. I
0: hope so, yeah. And my second answer is going to be Bruno Suarez.
1: Yeah. Jamie Murray. Of course Jamie Murray's doubles partner yeah. or for- former?
0: Yeah, a Brazilian. Brazilian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Rich- I'm sure Richard loves a Brazilian, so I've heard. But uh, <laughs> that's by the by. My last and third answer. I hope this will be pointless to be honest with you Alexander. is Daniel Nestor. Daniel Nestor. Daniel Nestor. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So, Andy, let me uh let me Pass you over to the board. So, who, which one would you like to put first? I'll put John McEnroe first. Okay. So, can we have John McEnroe on the board, please? Dun, 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 bang. Oh, you cannot be serious. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said, wasn't it? Well, so. I hate to disappoint you, Andy. 70 of our listeners, or, or not our listeners, of our viewers, you, John McEnroe, being a world doubles oh. number one. He was doubles number one for 269 weeks of his career oh, Bloody hell, that is a long, so he's a, <laughs> a long time He's a pretty well-renowned doubles player, if you ask me So, second up, we have Bruno Suarez the, Of course, the Brazilian partner of Jamie Murray Right, Andy, how are you feeling about this one? Not confident Okay, <laughs> let's put him to the board Bruno Suarez Bang! Oh. Incorrect answer John, I'm Piers. Afraid... John Piers, wasn't it? John Piers. Piersy. Well, I'm afraid Jamie Murray made it. it was world number one for nine weeks, but Bruno Suarez didn't make it. Oh, God damn it! So, last up, we have Daniel Nestor. Now, do you want to tell us a bit more about Daniel Nestor, or is there not a lot you know? He's an old guy. Yeah. He's been around the block. I, I don't know if he has been
0: number one, but I know he's been around the top of the game. So, I, ho- I just hope he made it to world number one.
1: Let's give it a go. Daniel Nestor, bang, and I'm afraid it's not a pointless answer. Twenty of our listeners, twenty. I'm afraid he has he was world number one for 108 weeks. Jesus Christ! So a rather well-renowned doubles player. He actually he's actually spent the fifth longest time at world number one in doubles out of well out of the 52 players who've been the world number one Jeez. so do you want to hear, have a look at our three pointless answers yeah go on Richard be, <laughs> be as smug as you like mate so Andy um, we had three pointless answers now Good. the first one I think you might kick yourself with uh, Henry Continent yeah of course, of course finish mm. played with Heather Watson in the mixed doubles yeah. at Wimbledon uh, second uh, Mark Knowles not to be confused mm. with Nick Knowles. Didn't know that Nick Knowles is a legend though. <laughs> uh, he's from Barbados. Fair enough. And our last player was um Byron Black, Zimbabwean doubles player. The yeah, I'm kicking
0: myself kicking myself over, but, like, over continent. Continent.
1: yeah, I feel like that uh, that was an achievable one. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Thank you very much, Colin Andy. That's some very good knowledge you've shown there. Hey, doubles it's a- hey cheers. It's a difficult category,
0: and it's the cornerstone and the pillar of
1: tennis. I'm sure you'd agree, Alexander. <laughs> well, Matt certainly agrees. Alexander's yeah. buggered off somewhere. He's not coming onto our club night, so Classic. He's, he's gone. But well, back to reality. Back that to was... well, for that was a if what an episode didn't... of pointless that was. Yeah, if
0: you didn't see that air, you know you can probably catch it on the iPlayer. But it might have come down. You just don't know. Yeah, or technology it might. These or days. you might just technology build...
1: these days. Eh, can let you down sometimes, can't it? Well, uh, funny funny story for you listeners. Andy and I had actually recorded an episode for you uh, the week just gone. However, Anchor, who we used to record on our podcast, well actually, we can't blame them. No, they're good. they're good guys. They're good guys. Unfortunately, our podcast just...
0: Disappeared. Disappeared. So we're speaking to you from beyond the grave. We are. Well, not, not quite. Well,
1: not, yeah,
0: uh, just, yeah. We just recorded it again. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's for dramatic effect.
1: But yeah, it's unfortunately, so well, this has kind of been a rerun. A second chance. A second, a second chance. A second if you serve. Will. Like Dan Evans had after his cocaine ban. Yes. A second chance. And
0: yeah, so we yeah, we we've hit the first serve into the net. We've hit a second serve. And now we're all good bring the point. Yeah. That's um
1: a, we didn't double fault. We that's didn't double fault, thing. that's the main thing. And mm-hmm. well hopefully next time out we'll be potentially back in the studio. There's hopefully. Vicious rumours depending on what's happening at Manchester University. Yeah. We were we were we were trying to record there last week and unfortunately we were turned away. It's crazy times, it really is. It's crazy times we live in back in final semester, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's madness. But um, next week we may or may not have a special tennising guest on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I actually mean a real tennising... A person. Like... Not Joe Krogan. Are, not Joe Krogan or Phil Benson actually involved in the ATP tour. And so, the WTA, yeah. so that's quite big news, you know. Let's just say we wouldn't be questioning his or her line calls. Yes, we wouldn't. We would not be questioning their line calls because they'd probably be pretty spot on. Yeah, they'd probably be correct. So that's all. That's all we're gonna say. So that's to mm-hmm. kind of get you hooked for next week. Yeah, but just yeah. giving you a little tease. But yeah, and, uh, thank you again for listening as e- and uh, as ever. If mm-hmm. you if you could, if you could uh, like subscribe. Share to your family, your friends, your dog, your club night players, your... All, what else? All just the, anyone all the you know. All the players out there. Just share it to anybody. this podcast. Spread the love. Spread mm-hmm. the good news, you know. Pass the pod, if you will. Mm-hmm. Pass on the pod. And just chill. Have a bath. Have a bath bomb. And yeah, keep your eyes peeled for our tennis ball bath bombs, because... Down straight. I They're certainly, coming. tonight, are going for a bath, I think. Oh, I might do the same. I might put match of the day on and have a bath.
0: Wow. I on mean, that on that lovely lovely note. On that lovely vision. Yeah. We'll we will catch you catch you next week on the flip. New balls, please New Balls please. Checking out.